Welcome back to the Querida Mari podcast. I am your host, Maria Rivera Heath. And today, what I have for you is a um, question and answer type of thing. But I like to, instead of referring these to questions, it's more of a conversation. And I am also standing or here in my kitchen, so you might be able to hear um, the wind chime outside. So I ended up having three requests, and let's get started. So request number one. Hey, Maria, I've encountered so many emotional manipulators through the years. A lot of them are oblivious of their tactics until it's brought up to their attention. Narcissists are manipulators, but emotional manipulation or manipulators can be empathetic. And you did mention that empathy is the key. Yes, and this person is referring to the previous couple episodes where I do discuss um, narcissism. So like I've mentioned before, the key word here is empathy. And also narcissism, emotional manipulators, uh, it's a spectrum, right? There's some that manipulate more than others, you know, and I think we all fall in the spectrum. But there is a difference between an emotional manipulator and a narcissistic, full-blown narcissist, okay? So the assumption here that this particular person is saying is that the emotional manipulator is not aware that they're manipulating the other. Interestingly enough, the person that sent this request is also a manipulator. They too are oblivious of their manipulation. So you see, this person is saying a lot of them are oblivious to their tactics, but one, but until it's brought up to their attention, right? So I am bringing this up to your attention, dear listener, that you too are an emotional manipulator and there are tactics that you do that to help you get your way okay that doesn't mean that you're a narcissist it just means that you too fall in the emotional manipulation spectrum and you say that your partner or partners in the past weren't you know were oblivious until it was brought up to their attention so i am bringing it up to your attention that you too fall in that spectrum okay so i don't buy it i don't buy that people aren't you know that that aren't aware that they are oblivious i think we are all adults and we do know what we're doing and there's also benefits there are benefits to manipulating other people so for example if I guilt trip you and I take no responsibility and I make you take all of the responsibility for my emotional pain, right? So for the reason that we argued last night or whatever, and I've manipulated my way into not being accountable, okay? And I would say things to you like, I never thought that you would X, Y, and Z, or I thought that you loved me, but I don't give you examples, right? I don't give you examples of how you hurt me. The words that you used hurt me, your behaviors, right? I'm not giving you examples. I'm just telling you how hurt I am and ooh, you know, all that fucking crying to manipulate you to feeling like fucking shit because what's the behavior here? What's the benefit? If I make you feel like shit, you're going to somehow, because you're codependent, 
right? You're codependent on me. You're going to somehow want to make it better for me. But guess what? I am responsible for my own happiness, not you. But an emotional manipulator or a narcissist do not take accountability and they don't take responsibility for their own behaviors and their own happiness. They make you make them your priority. So, you know, I'm going to give you another example. So emotional manipulators also, if I twist your words to make you, um, to make you feel guilty and I appear the victim and you are the bad guy, then why would I want to do that? Because if I get you to feel like you wronged me, right, you're going to kiss my ass and then you're going to be my doormat. And that could be for years, for years and years, right? So another um, uh, way is that if I, if I make you feel or seem less important, for example, uh, if you are bringing an issue up to me, right? So Maria, I have, you know, I have cancer, I have ball cancer. But then I was like, you have ball cancer, dude. I have ball cancer, scalp cancer, big toe cancer. I have all these cancers, you so, I mean, one of the things, too, that emotional manipulators will do is once you bring something on the table, they'll, they'll top your issue with big-ass fucking issues. Like, that's what they'll do, okay? So, again, you're assuming that, that they're just becoming aware because you're just making them aware, right? Don't buy it, you know? Are, once you make them aware, are they still doing it? Do they still do it after you make them aware? right? How many times do you need to make them aware, right? So no, don't make excuses for their behaviors, okay? Don't do that to yourself, you know? Are they really being empathetic if you have to continuously make them aware of their behaviors, you know? And also look at your behaviors. You know, I also think that these individuals are adult children of narcissistic mothers or narcissistic fathers, you know? And these individuals are extremely emotionally insecure. You know, they're very emotionally immature. And they, a lot of them require a lot of reassurance and a lot of work. So again, maintain your boundaries, stay in your lane, you know, and then see once you give them, you know, once you tell your partner, hey, you've done this, you've hurt me this way, see if they're able to self-regulate. You know, see if you're able to self-regulate. So because, again, there are benefits for you, too, in this scenario. You know, so get it straight. It's not just, you know, it's not them and it's that they're the issue. You know, remember this, like attracts like. So if you are dating an emotional manipulator, so are you. All right. So let's move on. Boom. Let's move on to the second request. Maria. I think my partner is a narcissist. They have some of the traits you talked about in the previous episode. Can you tell me if they are? No, I cannot tell you if your partner is a narcissist or not. Okay. I am not a doctor. They are not my patient. I or anyone else can't diagnose another person through your eyes through your experiences, okay? They, meaning your partner, can take 
your, I mean, I'm sorry, the doctor can take your experiences with your partner under consideration, have a conversation with you, but ultimately your partner needs to go to the physicians themselves, you know, the psychologist or psychiatrist and get a diagnosis. But um, as we all know, narcissistic people don't usually, don't usually do that. There's no benefit to doing that. They can't manipulate, right? So again, 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 do your own work. Stop worrying if your partner is or isn't, because if you're asking me the question, hey, Maria, do I need therapy? Yeah, you fucking do, because you're asking the question and you know the answer, okay? So there are areas of your relationship that you don't like. Change them. Work together on creating a better scenario for yourselves. You know, you cannot change a family system, right, by yourself, meaning you cannot change. If narcissism is a generational pattern in your relationship and you've seen it before, then you need to change that pattern in your relationship, in your familiar, in your family of creation. You need to change that, but you have to do it with your partner. You can't do it alone. So let me give you another example, right? Um, You could you know, you need your partner to do the generational work the, to the family of creation work together. But certainly you can change generational patterns. For example, like let's say if your mother or your father were or are alcoholics and you choose to not be an alcoholic because you want to break that family, you know, that family pattern or you saw the pain and you don't want to cause that pain to your children, What can happen, though, is you may stop the alcoholic pattern in your family, but your children may become an alcoholic, okay? Because the the familiar pattern hasn't been broken. How do you break a familiar pattern? You educate. Educate the children, right? Right from wrong, the benefits of alcohol, what are, you know, why you like it, why you don't like it. Do some education around that. Same thing with narcissism, education, educate yourself, educate your children so that these patterns are broken. Okay. So, you know, the generational patterns is what I'm talking about. All right. Let's move on to the request number three. Maria, can you elaborate more on the term unaccommodating? Yes, I can. Uh, unaccommodating is the opposite. Well, the opposite of unaccommodating is accommodating, right? You're accommodating people. So being someone that accommodates others is a quote unquote, a people pleaser. Okay. And that's what I said in the last episode in regards to when, or the, maybe the previous episode, I don't even know, remember anymore. So if you want to begin to set some boundaries for yourself, start small, meaning stop uh, you know, opening doors for people, you know, stop doing for others what they can do for themselves and also stop trying to please people just so that you can be liked, just so that you can be a good girl. You know what I mean? Like, fuck being nice. You know, don't, you don't want to be nice. You also don't want to be liked. You want to be appreciated. Okay. There's a difference between being liked and being appreciated. 
Another thing that I said, which I appreciate this request actually, is what I also said in the last episode, is that I will forever be accommodating for my children. And the reason that I will always make room for them is I want them to set me straight. I want them to tell me like it is. You know what I mean? At first, you know, I didn't like it. You know, my ego got in the way. It took me some time to be able to to see them and be very accepting of them giving me back my shit, you know? So like before and like before and during the beginning, you know, of my healing journey, I didn't have it. Like I said, I didn't have the ego strength. But I now I see the beauty in that and the benefits of when your children give you back, you know, your shit. You know, they'll mirror, you know, they're going to mirror your shit right back to you. And you're not going to fucking like it, right? But it's not their issue. It's your fucking issue. And it's, you know, and sometimes it's still difficult for me to be like, even though like I'm a fucking therapist, but still I am not their therapist. I am their mother and it is my responsibility, you know? So when my daughters give me back my own shit, it's a blessing, you know, it is a blessing when they give me back my own shit, the shit that I handed to them when they were little, you know, my trauma, I passed a lot of my trauma onto my children through emotional abuse, emo- em- like verbally abusive. And that they gave me that fucking shit right back. And I will always accommodate them for that, you know, because they themselves are breaking generational patterns, right? Just like I've broken generational patterns I am helping them break generational patterns because I can't break it all, right? I can't do it all. They're, they're not going to be able to do it all. So why not me help them now that I am alive and suck that fucking shit back? Because I know how to get rid of it. I know how to process it. You know, not that they don't know, but I, it's my shit to process. It is my responsibility to deal with that. You know what I mean? And I know how, through my spiritual practices, how to give my personal trauma back to my ancestors where it fucking belongs. You know what I mean? So a lot of the trauma that you may have was passed on to you. You know what I'm saying? So it's not even a lot of the stuff that I see in front of in front of me with my clients. It's not even their trauma. You know, it's shit that's been passed down to them. And as long as, you know, my children are here with me and I'm here with them, absolutely I'm going to be accommodating to them so that I can um, take back, you know, what belongs to me. Now, I am not going to be their doormat and accommodate them and do the shit that they can do for themselves. Oh, hell, fuck no. You know, I challenge them. I push them to be the better versions of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because it is extremely important to me for that my daughters access the strength that is inside of them. I want them to express the best versions of themselves, not for me, for them. I want them to be proud of who they are. I want them to know their purpose. I want them to know where the fuck they're going in life. It is very important. I do not stand in front of my children. I stand behind them. If they fall, I will catch them. 
If I'm walking in the world in front of my kids, and, hey, see me, people. Uh-uh. If they fall, who the fuck is going to catch them? Right? Your kid falls. Your daughter falls. Who's going to catch them? If you're like, hey, people, see me. Oh, that's my kid back there. No. Don't, don't walk in front of your children. Don't do that. Have your children walk in front of you. All right? And let them know that you have their back. All right. So I hope that these three responses were very helpful to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I so appreciate, I appreciate you for sending me the, the comments that you send me through Instagram, which I, I really appreciate you listening. I appreciate the messages. Um, I have a favor to ask. If you're able to leave me a review here, I would appreciate that. So that would be amazing. Um, don't look for it in regards to like the episode, look for the podcast, the, the main page of the podcast, and you'll be able to leave a review. If you are able to just, you know, press on one of those stars, I appreciate that too. So once again, have a beautiful weekend. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you uh, next Friday. And next Friday, I will be talking to you about communication. All right, how to communicate better. And that's going to be the next few series or the new episode. The new episodes will be about communicating better, effective communication. So this series, these past few weeks have been about boundary settings. And um, the next few weeks are going, to, are going to be about communication. All right. So if you want to let your friends know that I'm going to be talking about healthier communication, that would be fucking fantastic. Thank you so much. God bless. I love you. Thanks again for listening. And I'll be here next week, Friday, with another one. Bye-bye.